podcasting from Columbus, Ohio. This is the Falk Files with your host, Ryan Falk, talking about education, technology, life, family, and anything else on my mind. Thanks for listening. Here we go with today's episode. Thursday morning. Welcome to the Fall Files. This is Ryan. Hope everybody's doing well. Heading into work on a Thursday, two days left in the week. Um, thank you for listening first and foremost. If you haven't checked out uh, the rest of this week's content, do check that out. Check out previous uh, episodes to hear about me, what's going on, the big break between the middle of April and, and this week, all that sort of stuff. Um, we've been talking this week about um, CareWorks Tech, my role at CareWorks Tech, what we do, how we do it. Um, spent the first couple of days more so talking high level about CareWorks um, and who we are as an organization, and specifically about our infrastructure organization. And today I'm actually going to spend two days um, talking about real specifics about our infrastructure business, what we do, and how we solve problems for our customers and how we work with our customers. So I have been in this kind of IT reseller, value-added reseller sales role um, for over 10 years um, through a couple companies. Uh, Shout out to the podcast back from April where I talked about all the different companies I've worked for. It's a pretty good one. Um, And there's some consistent themes, I believe, in in all those uh, all those roles and relationships with customers and prospects I've had in all those roles. Um, I've had some vertical concentration, um, so I've I've had a role where I've only called on SLED. I've had a role where I've only called on K through 12, actually, um, K through 12 schools. I've had roles where it's kind of been you know wide open, calling on businesses. I've had um, a role where I sold um, and ran an online sales division that was selling either business to business or directly to the consumer. And I think in all those roles, there's been that consistent theme of why people buy technology and why people buy services around technology and what they're trying to accomplish. The business issue or business problem that it's solving is, is wide, wide ranging, depends on the vertical, depends on the company, depends on the age of the company, size of the company, all that. All that changes fairly often. The underlying theme, I believe, doesn't. And the next two days, um, which now I think about it, I think I'm only going to do one podcast and release on a Friday, so happy Friday morning, probably. Um, but the next two days, uh, in these two segments, I want to talk about um, the running and the, the running of IT, right? So the day-to-day support of, of IT and the build or plan of IT. So that's the um, six-month, one-year, three-year, five-year planning of IT. And every organization, every role I've ever had, Every customer visit I've ever had, they're struggling with one or both of those. So the companies that are struggling with one of those 
um, usually don't have a CIO or director level person. If they do, it's really in title only. Um, they struggle with where the business as a whole is going. What, what does the future hold for the company? And they struggle with kind of where the latest, greatest technology is, where, you know, what is trending out there? What is the thing that's new in, in, um, in a technology ecosystem that they need to grab a hold of because it'll help my business. Um, and then there's the people that struggle with the run, the day-to-day of IT. Uh, those are the people that maybe have specialized people in their org, maybe have higher level people in their org, um, kind of running IT that are a bit hands-on, maybe, you know, again, don't have that IT leadership role either. Um, but have have a guy doing it, and he's, he can't balance his time. Um, and then there's the people that can't do both well that usually has very strong IT talent. They're just stretched so thin that they can't invest enough time to get the job done on either side. Um, you know, I can think of um, one of my customers that um, supports a school that – I forget how many students they have, but they, they only have – three people, four people in IT, they have, they have a, a strong IT leader that has a, a vision of what he wants to do, but not a great technology background. Um, and then they have um, some some workers underneath that, that that work really well in the system and do well with what they have, but they know a little bit about a lot. So when it gets deep and wide into a certain technology or, or or product, they, they struggle just because they don't have the time to get it done, right? And they're stressed all the time, they're overworked, and that's it. So those are the three kind of customer profiles I see, and they, and they all kind of have that same underlying issue of build and plan and run and struggling with with one or both of them. Most of them struggle with one. Most of them do one pretty well, um, but struggle with the other. So... Today, in this first segment, I want to talk about the, the run of IT and, and when we struggle with the day-to-day operations of keeping our internal customers happy, of keeping our internal staff happy, um, the hardships that puts on the business as a whole. So if you think about um, kind of where IT is today and it being such an integral part of um even a company's culture, right? How, not just, you know, it used to be just how the company does business, right? Well, do I have a computer that's fast enough? Do I have a wireless connection that I can do? I can connect the wireless and and work from anywhere around the office. Does the printer work? You know, all those things are still very important, right? And they're, they're important just for the running of the business and what's going on. I think in the last 10 years since I've been in the game, what I've seen is the amount of importance people put on technology just for taking a job. I mean, there are some people that will ask, hey, what kind of equipment am I going to have? What kind of access am I going to have to be able to do this job? And is this a job I want to take on if I know that technologically I won't have the tools I need to complete my job? And if you don't, if things are shutting down, if things don't work properly, morale on the worker side is brought down and then business isn't done efficiently or well for that company's customers on the outside. So the importance of, of run, uh, I don't, 
I don't think the run portion of IT has ever been more important. And we continue to ask the people that run IT to do more and more with less and less. Um, so, you know, these people are stressed, they're overworked, um, they struggle um, to keep the lights on and, and green and blinking green instead of yellow and red. And what we do at, at CareWorks Tech to supplement that is provide a managed service that'll take most, if not all, for our customers, um, most, if not all, of those tier one basic um, issues while also monitoring the larger picture to get predictive and, and analytical about what's coming down the pike from a, a problem standpoint. So I've got a team of seven people um, that every day are, are answering hundreds of tickets for our customers, usually same day, first ticket, one call, um, but also following those tickets all the way through to resolution providing everything I said that can be an issue, right? So providing support on password resets and locked out of my email, my wireless isn't working, that day-to-day -day customer issue, closing those tickets quickly, increasing customer morale, inc increasing the ability for the IT staff to do what they need to do on the plan side. Um, and, and, and also just be an integral part of the team, an integral part of the company to help morale on the inside up and create better business all around. We do that a number of ways, right? So I've got guys who um, are skill sets deep and wide that we kind of supplement each other, right? So we've got a guy who knows Mac really well. We've got, obviously, Windows guys. We've got guys who know network server storage really well, VMware really well, Citrix really well. And they all kind of supplement each other. We route problems the right way. You know, we have... We have those jack-of-all-trade guys, but we also have the ability to specialize behind it because I can spread my IT talent and wealth across multiple customers and lower the cost of um, that ownership of talent. So that's the exciting thing for me is, is I can walk inside of an organization that says, hey, look, my IT staff is so thin, I need to hire one or two people, right? Fully loaded you know, someone just coming out of um, a technology trade school, right? Someone new, so young, so salary is going to be lower. Um, not a lot of experience, but but has enough talent to get the job done on a tier one help desk. Um, that person fully loaded probably is going to cost over fifty-five, sixty thousand dollars, right? After salary and benefits and all that. We have customers where they've had that issue and said, "Hey, we need to hire one or two of these people. What are we going to do? I don't know where I'm going to have the funding." If I can create that over a monthly bill and um, in most cases be 60% of that cost, some cases even less, depending on the amount of tickets, um, you know, sometimes that hire that, that companies are going to make is a specialized hire. Well, I need someone who knows, um, who knows Cisco networks really well because, you know, I just installed this new Cisco hardware and I, I need some help there. So I got to hire someone specialized. Well, he can't answer desktop tickets for Microsoft. Well, you can hire, so I have to hire a second guy just to do the desktop, you know, our Microsoft issues on the desktop. Laptop. You can hire CareWorks Tech. I can provide you both those guys at the cost of one because the ticket size on, on both those isn't going to cost just if I have a full-time person. We have all the metrics around that. We have all the data. You know, our customers have been very helpful in helping us build this. Uh, we do great customer reviews quarterly of, of where tickets are, what's going on, what's trending. Um, that's where we get in kind of that predictive analytical side, right? So 
monitoring and being able to look at someone's environment and say, hey, we've seen X number of issues with this system. Let's look at replacing it. Helping supplement that plan um, portion, that build portion, um, just by being on top of the day-to-day and monitoring and, and support of the environment. So um, a lot of data, a lot of analytics, a lot of um, really cool case studies on our side that I'm happy to provide if anybody wants to check them out. This is the part of the, the company that, that really excites me because it's different from where I've been before. I've, I've worked with a lot of great companies that have a, um, air quotes, managed service that is very immature and new. Um, but I'm proud to say the group I'm with, the CareWorks, Techno- CareWorks Technologies, has has matured our vision and strategy for where our managed service, our tier one, our desktop support, our network support, our storage support, managed service, where that is, is matured enough to be completely market ready, sellable, cost effective. We understand our costs. We've built our contracts that are very customer friendly and how we grow them. Um, we're not going to nickel and dime a customer if they want to add 10 people. Um, you know, you won't see your bill increase on, 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 very low percentage increases where some of our competitors will charge you just for onboarding a new hire. Uh, we're not looking to do that. We're looking for long-term relationships. We're looking at wanting to grow three and five-year relationships on our managed services side. And uh, we've had success with it. Uh, I think we're in the midst of, of adding, um, if I look at kind of my next steps on sales pipeline, anywhere between five and 7,000 end users that we're going to support in the next six months. So really exciting stuff, really cool stuff. Um, and in the second segment, which I'm probably going to record Friday, um, just to combine these two, we'll talk about the plan and build of ID and where we can help there. All right. Segment two on its way. Thanks for listening. What's up, guys? Happy Friday, segment two, recorded Friday, almost four o'clock, after segment one was recorded early Thursday. Um, now on the road again, this time home from a meeting. Uh, good meeting. All, all kind of Friday at two o'clock meetings are good times. Um, today, I want to talk about, today, in this segment, I want to talk about kind of the planned future-proof implementation of IT. Yesterday was about the run, you know, the first segment, I'm going to keep doing that, was about the run of IT day-to-day, keeping the lights on, keeping customer morale and customer support on a high, um, and then using outside resources like a CareWorks Tech to do that and how we do that. Today, I kind of want to talk about the other half where we find a lot of organizations have the day-to-day. They've got a group of people that um, know, you know, up and down, back and forth their own environment and can run it, but what they don't understand and they don't plan for is end of life, is next generation, is virtual desktops, is all flash storage, um, just kind of throwing out some examples, um, you know, VMware upgrades, um, things like that, and or the projects that come up, projects based around you know, new business applications, um, and the planning that goes into that, um, you know, replacing an ERP system can be a, a one to two year project, right? And can you pull away the person managing the server environment, managing the network environment, managing the service desk 
to help perform the task needed in that long-term project? And who else can you partner with around that? Um, we've first, let me talk about kind of our internal staff and, and how we, how we do that. So yesterday in the first segment, I talked about, um, that kind of escalation path for engineering, the higher level guys who are on staff, who are there to help support, um, kind of tier three and above issues and problems that happen in our customer environments. Those engineers don't see tier three and tier four issues every day. So that's not their normal job. That's kind of a, if there's an issue, we, we answer it at that point. Their day-to-day job is to come with me and work with customers on an implementation strategy, a long-term growth strategy, um, that project plan piece for the new application to help a business um, grow, plan, and build and implement the next IT innovation in their environment. So we've got a really strong um, group of engineers, four individuals that all have um, individual talents, individual backgrounds that have seen a lot of things going on in IT environments, both in our customer sites and in their previous employers. Um, Some of them come from end users, some of them um, have been in this resale space for a while. Um, But we work very cohesively as a team um, to develop the best solution long-term for the customer. And one of the issues in my past I've had is I've always had, and I will say this to his face to this day, one of the best network engineers I have ever met um, was one of my previous sales engineers. And he was, and he was a a wizard and amazing. The problem I had and the problem he had was if we walked into a customer and, um, you know, there was a network issue, but it also was an issue with VMware. It was also an issue with their file share, their storage. We had to pull from out of state or four hours away, two hours away to help develop and implement a plan to solve that. We don't have that issue here at Curex Tech. I've got those guys sitting in six cubes, because there's a couple spaces in between them, in six cubes, all sitting together, all working together to help do the things that we need to do to, to help our customers to grow and operate and, and do their day-to-day business. Um, and again, these guys are right up to par with any engineer I've ever worked with um, in, in what they do and how they do it, right? So we can't do that alone, right? We can have the best engineers in it, but then we turn into consultants. If we can't offer above and beyond that, the right partnerships on the manufacturer level, on the distribution level to find parts and product, and on the outsourced data center partner level. So our strongest partnership right now, by far, is with Expedient Data Centers. The team at Expedient um, is tremendous. They're extremely helpful. They're responsive. We have come up with solutions together that are different than anything I've ever seen before, um, that use the best of breed of both organizations um, to, to do what's best for the customer. And, and that's, that's the kind of manufacturer and partner relationships that we look for every day. So I'm continuing to broaden that portfolio. Um, we've had some partnerships that haven't gone well, to be bluntly honest on the manufacturer side, but the things, the partnerships we're working on right now are with VMware and Citrix. Citrix, we have a very strong partnership with as well. We're doing a lot of implementations for them. Um, VMware is going to be a growing relationship for us. We have HPE. Uh, We've done a lot of Nimble in the past. We haven't done as much HPE, but we're going to look to grow and and strong and and we'll make that relationship stronger. 
Uh, on the network side, you know, we're looking to grow a relationship with Cisco. We, we have, you know, I've got a very, really, really good working relationship with the guys at Arista Networks. And I want to grow that and find opportunities for all of us to, to work together. So what we're going to bring to the table long term is not only that, um, that user knowledge, that thought leadership around the engineers, but then also the best of breed products behind it to be able to, to plug not the um, highest price or lowest price solution, not the highest money-making solution for us as a company, um, but the best solution for the end user, the best solution for the company and the implementation that's going in. And it's going to be different for different environments, and we're going to do what's best for, best for the customer. So um, this is probably going to be the shortest segment because the build and implementation portion is the part that comes easiest for me, right? It's, it's what I've done in the past. It's familiar. Um, and, you know, the message is clear, right? And it's easy. It's we want to help that project, that next gen, that application you need to implement. We want to help you in that project to make it smooth, cost effective, without any hiccups on our side, knock on wood, um, and let you guys do what you do best. And that's your perform your business function um, and move right along. So that's what we're here to do. This week has been fun for me. It's been an eye-opening for me. I've learned a ton about myself and our organization, um, about what we do and how we do it. Um, it's going to make me better um, for, as a salesperson for, for CareWorks Tech. So I thank you for listening. I thank you for following along. Next week, we'll be back to kind of the normal rambling stuff about uh, about work and job and manufacturers and IT and sports and family and all that sort of stuff. Uh, feel free to share this. Uh, share earlier week's content, share earlier month's content. Um, have any questions, uh, let me know on Twitter, or LinkedIn, or anywhere else you can find me. And uh, or on Anchor, if you're listening on Anchor. And uh, we'll talk soon. Have a great weekend. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Falk Files with Ryan Falk. If you like the show, give us a favorite on Anchor. Subscribe on iTunes. We'll love any reviews, comments, or questions you have, so send them on over. And uh, join us tomorrow for more podcasts and fun. Thanks for listening.